You're listening to Beyond Leadership. I'm your host, Sarah Mae Chipchinski, and I want to use the lessons I've learned from 15 years of leadership experience in business, politics, nonprofit, and the military to help you break through the BS of everyone else's expectations so you can lead as your authentic self. Join me every week as I give you tangible ways you can have more influence, more cohesion, more innovation, and more peace of mind when you lay your head down at night. Because leadership is about so much more than just leading. Are you ready? Let's go. Hey y'all, welcome back to the Beyond Leadership Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Chipchinski, and today we have a super special treat. My sweet, amazing, creative friend, Amy Berry, is here today to talk about her habit of journaling has helped her become a better leader, a better wife, a better mother, just an all-around better person. So Amy is a Navy pilot's wife. She is a mother of three, the oldest of whom just went off to college. She is a dance teacher, an adult dance teacher, (laughs) normal dancing for grown women. And she's also the creator of the Worthy Heart blog and the creator and founder of the Good Life Journal. Amy, thank you so much for coming on today. I'm super excited to have this conversation. So I just ran through your bio, but for people who don't know you yet, why don't you tell us a little bit more about you? Sarah, thank you for having me. I'm very excited about this. A little bit about me. I'm from a small town in West Texas. And from there, went on to college and actually met the man of my dreams at college. And it took him nine years to propose, but he finally did. We got married. And yes, as Sarah stated, I was a Navy wife. We lived a couple of different places. That was very exciting and very fun. Had some kids along the way, but I had to drop my career whenever I married Trey. And that is when I think I really started losing myself and started becoming what I thought a Navy wife was supposed to be. Mm -hmm. And I had my children and I had to become what I thought a good mom was supposed to be. And we got out of the Navy and we moved back to Dallas, Texas, where we reside now. And I went back to work thinking that if I go back to work, I'll find myself. And truly, I I lost myself some more. (laughs) And I found myself with more friends than I've ever had and lonelier than I've ever been and just sleepwalking through life until I discovered some really good habits that we're here to discuss today that I would love to share with the world and maybe help other women out there who are just lost because we have a tendency to get lost in all the different hats that we wear as women. I relate to that story so completely as an army wife and as a new mom and having moved around, having to make different friends and and then finally, right, being in one place where you think, oh, we have arrived. Mm-hmm. Like, but physically you've arrived, but mentally and emotionally, you're still wandering. You're still moving, right? I, yeah. I get that. So I know with the journal, you talk a lot about the habit of journaling. So yeah. talk a little bit more about that and how that helped you. You said sleepwalking through life. So how that helped wake you up. So really it wasn't the journaling. I'm going to try not to cry here. It was when my best friend died. 2016, my mother died and she was my best friend. And I went into, I have depression naturally. And I went even deeper and darker into a depression. I love to write. I love to create. I love to choreograph dance. I, I'm just an artist. I've got that artist brain. And I started writing. And I noticed that some healing was happening with this writing. So I decided to 
share it, which is where Worthy Heart blog came about. But yet I was still empty. It was like I would get up in the morning. I would drink my coffee. I would spend a little bit of time with God. I would journal, whether it be a journal that I bought that had some to-do lists. And I would write out the list thinking, well, hell, if I write this list out and I accomplish it, maybe I'll feel like a winner at the end of the day. Or the journals that just had you dump everything. That wasn't working because I was becoming a victim. Or the journals that had me future tripping. So I would write down who I wanted to be in X amount of years. And then, you know, midway through the day, when I look up and I'm like, I just disappointed my child, or I just was a shitty friend, or I was just a terrible wife. How am I ever going to be that person in 10 years? Then I'd beat myself up. And so I would do the laundry. I take care of my dad with dementia. I would take care of him. I take care of my husband and make some dinner, drink some wine, get a buzz go to sleep and repeat the next day. And I was like, I was just sleepwalking and I was just getting the checks in the box. And I married a Navy pilot who was in wars, who survived a plane crash, who is a hero, who works for Southwest. I have three beautiful boys. I'm not just saying this because I'm their mom. They're stunning. Each one of them in their own right. I mean, one was an incredible soccer player who discovered that he's an artist. The other one is going to be on Broadway. I'm going to say it right here. I'm going to speak it into the universe. And then my younger one, you know, he's our miracle that remains to be seen because he's only nine. But I have these three beautiful, amazing boys that are so different. A husband who flies airplanes. We live in an affluent neighborhood. I had so many friends like I said before, and I was dying inside, dying. And I was like, what the hell is missing? And what happened was, is my, my husband got sick. And I kept thinking, if I keep sleepwalking through the life like this, who's going to lead this family right now? Because Trey's pretty sick and my, they're depending on me. I got to do something about this. So I chunked all those journals and thought, I'm going to figure this shit out myself. And then that's kind of when it started. And I started, it wasn't really a journal. It was really getting in with God. And then once I developed that relationship with God, honest to God, and I know that people think this sounds woo-woo, but when you really, because I, when people would say you need a relationship with God, I'd be like, what the hell does that mean? I go to church. I got a relationship with them. Mm-hmm. Well, you need to really know him. I know him. I know what he did. He sent his son. He died on the cross. I got it. I didn't. I didn't have it. It was when I started digging in deep that I was like, holy hell, that dude created me and I am wonderful. And I had to start really doing those I am statements. And it wasn't enough to just say each day, I am wonderful. The next day, I am energetic. The next day, because guess what? Halfway through the day, you disappoint somebody or somebody disappoints you and you beat yourself up. And here we are again, spiraling down, getting drunk at night, getting buzzed, you know, waking up the next day, 10 steps behind and sleepwalking again, because our thoughts got a hold of us. And I heard it said one time, whatever follows I am follows you. So if you start out your day with I am worthy, and then you disappoint your child, which gets me every time, or you disappoint your husband or a friend, then you say I'm a schmuck. And guess what follows you the rest of the day? Yeah, being a schmuck. And then you drink the wine. Well, for me, it's wine or vodka. True story. And then you build yourself back up, but then you wake up the next morning going, God, I did it again. Mm-hmm. And it just, it's this vicious cycle. So I thought there's another step to this. You got to go deeper. So every day I write an I am statement. I tie that statement back to a Bible verse that's affirming. And I say, how am I going to apply this today? And I, I just go. And so when I mess up, I say, whoa, 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 Amy. I've I've become aware. Remember what you said about yourself? Because it's become a habit. And then what truly started happening is people said they knew what was going on with my husband and they knew our life was falling apart. And they're like, what is happening? You are so peaceful. What, what are you doing? So I started sharing with them and then they would share their stories. And it was like another component came out of it of, I need to pray for them. Their, their life sucks. And I'd start praying for them. Like my life was, I'm going to tell y'all right now, my life was shit. My husband's been in the past two years in the hospital for nine months total and hasn't worked. But I got to tell you, it's the best life I've ever had these past two years. 
there's sure there's been dark moments, but it's the best life. And I, I, I hear these stories. I'm like, I got to pray for them. And miracles started happening when I started praying for others. And then I was like, I got I got a process here and I need to share it with the world. It's called good God, ourselves, others, and then the divine moments. And that's how it was born. That's so great. And I love how you say people started noticing that even though, even though they knew you were in this crappy point in your life you were the best version of you and knowing you I see that from day to day sometimes I will see you and I'll be like Amy did you forget to journal today (laughs) oh you just hit something because this morning was one of those days I did not want to journal and you know why because yesterday my whole system got rocked because I had to have blood taken so I had a fast so I couldn't drink my coffee which is step one for me really is coffee and then I get to move into the journal I can't tell you how rocked yesterday's was yesterday was rocked And I'm like, oh, that's a sign of a good habit. When you notice Mm -hmm. that it's off or that you've missed it and you can't wait to get back into it the next day, but yet it's still a little hard the next day. You know, it's like the second day after a hard workout, you're really sore and you're like, oh, but then when you do it, you're really glad. It's the same thing with this process. So walk me a little bit more through that process. It starts with that I am statement, right? Yes. Now the way I developed the journal is because truthfully, when my mom died, I was angry as hell as God. Wasn't even for sure if I was going to believe that he was really existed. Cause in my mind, he was like, why the hell would you have me have a relationship with my mom like this and take it? I don't know why I thought she'd never die, but who knows? you know, whatever. So I developed this journal for the woman or the person who doesn't know God. If you don't believe in God, that's fine. This journal still work for you or who has a surface level like I did or who's angry with them. So the first step is there's a little verse and it's just a simple verse. Like there's 66 books in the Bible. The journal 66 days long because it takes 66 days to form a habit. I think that's a divine thing that it takes 66 days to form a habit. And that my friend Dresha told me, do you know there's 66 books in the Bible? I'm like, holy hell. Okay. There's going to be a verse for each day from each book of the Bible. And so it starts out with, you put your name, Amy, uh, was created in the image of God. And then you say, I am. And I give you an alphabet of different I ams. If there's days where I can't figure out what the hell I am. Like, so I give you a cheat sheet to help you figure it out and you write it down. And then I give you a prompt that says, how are you going to apply this today? How are you going to walk this out today? And you get to go deep into it. And then there's a big circle that says circle others in prayer. And that's where you put your prayers for others. And there's a little prayer that I pray to the Holy Spirit because that's one aspect that I think people are missing in their walk with God is this gift of the Holy Spirit. When you feel really alone, you always have somebody with you. It's the Holy Spirit. And I just ask them every day to be my eyes, my ears, my mouth, my feet and my arms and my heart. And I can tell you the days that I haven't asked them because I'm a real, you know what? And then halfway through the journal and every day's dated halfway through the journal, I ask you to go back and look at the past 33 days and see if there was any divine moments where the Holy Spirit intervened or God intervened or a prayer was answered. Because look, we all have prayers that are going to take a long time to be answered. Like when I was praying for kids, shit, I started praying for kids when I was 19. I didn't have my first kid till I was 30. I lost one and thought I would never have one. And guess what? I got one again. So there's all these answered prayers that you can see along the way that not only do you see you growing, but you see it working, the process working. Mm -hmm. Having done this now for quite some time, do you go back and do you have a, an I am statement that you continuously fall back to, or are you declaring every day something different? I do declare something different every day, but the ironic thing is I named my blog worthy heart for a number of reasons. And I wanted the tagline to be everybody's worthy 
worthy of love because we found out my son was gay. And I wanted to make sure that the world understood that everybody is worthy of love, no matter who they love, no matter what color of skin they are, no matter what they look like, they're worthy of love. But through this process, honest to God, I realized that was the biggest thing missing in my heart and mind was I didn't realize how worthy I am. So my fallback just this morning, it was I am worthy because I was scared to death about this podcast. So I I had to remind myself, I am worthy. I am created in God's image. I am worthy of this. I can do this podcast. So yeah. Yes, you absolutely (laughs) are worthy, Amy. So for you, obviously, God is a big part of your life. That's not the case for everyone. Mm-hmm. Yep, for a lot of people. So how can someone who, for example, like my husband, who's an atheist, mm-hmm. not that my husband would ever journal because he doesn't like feelings, but someone else who's not my husband, how can they use this method, this journaling method, I guess, separate from God? That's a really good question. And I'm glad that you asked that because there are people who are atheists that they, I can't speak for your husband, but I have spoken to a couple of people that they're like, you know, my religion is not the same as yours, Amy. I I don't believe in religion, which I don't believe in religion either. I think it's all about relationship. Religion's a hoax. But anyways, that's a point. There is a higher power. I think most people, not all, think there's something bigger in the universe. So I would ask, just give that Bible verse a chance if you don't want to, that's fine. Scratch that sucker out, but go straight to that I am statement and go to that alphabet because you know what? I am statements are not religious. They're not Christian based. They are what you need. I don't know. I am a good mom. Some days we don't feel like I'm a good mom. I am a good wife. I'm a good friend. And then the prompt will apply that. And then the part where you circle others in prayer, just circle them in your thoughts. It doesn't have to be prayer. Mm-hmm. It can be thoughts. And the Holy Spirit prayer, mark it out. You're not going to hurt my feelings. I'm not going to see the dang journal. I say give the thing a chance because because you never know what might happen. Mm-hmm. Those positive affirmations are so important because you're you're absolutely right. There's been like legitimate psychological research that shows what we put out is what we get back. Yeah, I mean, you don't have to have a God to know that that is a true statement. Whatever follows I am follows you. There's nothing to do with God there. So mark out all the Bible stuff. I think this journal would help anybody who is female, let's call a spade a spade. You are in leadership positions, whether you're at work, because you know what? You're a woman and you're having to prove yourself. Regardless if you're the secretary or the boss, you're a woman that goes against you, right? So you better be confident in who you are. As a wife, we have all this comparison. We're looking at the next person. We're lo- They do it better. They're having sex more. They're sexy. Their body looks better. So their husband wants to have sex with them. Their hair's long and luscious, whatever. As a mom, their kids are better than mine. Why does my kid act like such a brattle? I mean, this comparison game, you got to shed it. And the only way to shed it is is with I am. And it's got to be a positive I am. And when you are confident in who you are, then you can bring it out into the world, whether it's with the PTA, you're going to be your kid's coach. Let me tell you something. First time I was one of the boys' soccer coaches, you could hear the men on the sidelines. Why is she coaching? Because my husband's a damn pilot and never home. That's why. You know, not that it's any of your damn business, but I am capable of this. Yeah. Women need it, especially now. And I can't believe I'm saying this because social media is where I'm going to drive the business with social media. I mean, everybody looks like they're awesome. They're all smiling. They're all happy. And then it's the next day you hear they're getting divorced. You're like, what the hell just happened? It's what was happening to me. I looked great on the outside, but I was decaying quickly. 
ugly on the inside. Yeah, it's it's the highlight reel. That's what social media is. And these positive affirmations, these I am statements, that habit, getting into that habit of doing that daily, I think is only going to help that highlight reel become the reality. Mm-hmm. Obviously not all the time. We're going to have shitty days. Everybody's got shitty days. We're in the middle of a freaking how many month long damn quarantine? Oh, I'm about sick of this damn quarantine. <laughs> right? Everybody's got shitty days. But I do like the mask though. I know a lot of people are against the mask, but think about this. You put that mask on and somebody pulls out in front of you or is rude to you in the grocery store, you can cuss and nobody knows. (laughs) Hidden benefits of quarantine with a silver lining, baby. (laughs) Yes. Maybe once or twice while I'm at work, I've muttered something under my breath or made a face and yep. Thank you, coronavirus. (laughs) Exactly. The last thing I want to talk about is my favorite part of the journal. And I I took part in the, the first run of the testing of the journal. And full disclosure, you know this, a lot of people now know this about me. I actually know Amy from a coaching course that we took together, a group coaching course what, at the beginning of the year. We started mm-hmm. before quarantine hit. We and started in February. Yeah, in February. So one of the first things our coach Kelly had us do was start journaling. <laughs> And here I am having paid all this money for this group coaching course. And she tells me to journal. And I was like, you have got to be freaking kidding me. This is Whereas I was like, yes. <laughs> right. Two totally opposite ends of the spectrum. I was like, you're telling me I paid you all this money. So you could tell me to write down my damn feelings to vision cast. Right. And I thought that she was a crazy person. Turns out she was not. Who knew? Who knew? <laughs> Who knew that all of this psychological research was actually true and that writing things down actually helps you accomplish them. So I was a a non-believer in journaling and I still am in a place where I will pick up my journal randomly and I will write a damn book about this is what's happened. This is what's going on. This is where I want to go. How do I get there? Whatever the topic of the day is that's rolling around in my head. And then I'll put it down for two weeks and then I'll pick it up. Maybe I'll do three, four days in a row and then I'll put it down for a month and a half. But my favorite part of of the journal that you created, Amy, and it's something that I still do every day is circling others in prayer. Because how many times do we say, yep, I'll, I'll pray for you, or I'll, I'll think about you, or I hope this happens for your family, or I'm sorry you're going through that with your child, you know, I'll, I'll pray for you. And we say it like it's a thing, but it actually means something. Mm-hmm. And how good does that person on the receiving end feel when you actually come back and say, you know what, I've been praying, and have you considered this, or this? This is what came to me. And on the flip side of that too, I have found myself writing down the names of some people who I'm not especially fond of, praying that they too can see the light or be better leaders or just stop sucking at life. So that's, that's my favorite part of what you're doing. So how did that piece come about? So that was a little God wink from my mom. My mother was a devout, crazy prayer. And we all thought she was crazy. And I have turned into her. And I'm proud of that now because she had this yellow mead pad. I'm talking, my friends would call me and say, can you get me on your mom's prayer list? Anybody would call my mom and say, Sarah wants to know if she should do this podcast or not. Could you pray for her? And she'd write that down. Or Dick has cancer. And she'd write that down. And she would date it. 
And at the end of every month, on the 30th or 31st, whatever day it fell, she would call every person who called in a prayer request and ask them where that person fell with their prayer request. And she legitimately would sit and pray those prayers at three o'clock every afternoon in her prayer chair, which I still have a picture of, as she watched kids come down the hill coming home from school or in the summer just playing. And if you had died, you got moved to a blue mead pad because you're in purgatory and she was praying for the repose of your soul for 30 days. That's the Catholic in her, whatever. Catholic, yep. Good old Catholic. If your prayer request had been answered and the podcast had started, you'd have gotten moved to a white mead pad for praise for 30 days. And then she would never call me again about you two. But if the prayer hadn't been answered, she would flip it to the next page or the next month. And she was so devout about it. And it was at her funeral that everybody commented on that. And it just stuck with me. And then when everybody was talking to me about how they were seeing this peace in me, everything we've been going through, and then they would tell me their story and I'd be like, I'm going to pray for you. And I'd be like, kind of to your point, Christian or non-Christian, if you say, I'm going to think about you, or I'm going to keep you in my thoughts, or I'm going to pray for you, if you don't write it down, you're not going to do it. Mm -hmm. So just the act of writing that down and the pen and the finger and the brain and the ink reminds you to call them and check on them, reminds you to do a check-in. And there's something very powerful about that. I know when somebody says they're praying for me, I've seen it a lot since Trey's been sick. I would say 90, this is this is me making it up. 94% say they're praying for me. They don't call and check on me. But the 6% that do, there's no feeling like it. It's the most amazing feeling for me. Mm-hmm. And now I'm learning being the person to check on the people. What a gift it is to check on them. It's the law of radiation attraction. You get what you give, right? Mm-hmm. So how has doing this, obviously it's created a habit for you. How has having this habit, this this journaling, the I am, the circling others in prayer, the looking for the God winks, how has this habit helped create other habits in you? And how has it helped elevate you as a wife and a mom and a creator and a CEO? How has this habit changed you? So kind of back to your point about how you were like journaling gross. (laughs) It's a huge misconception for people like you and I who are, I mean, everybody knows me as this outgoing, strong leader, strong personality Mm-hmm. gets things done. And I think a lot of leaders think of journaling as woo-woo. But if you don't take the time to do this little step that, you know, some days takes 30 minutes to an hour, some days take five minutes. You don't really get to know who you are and truly believe in you and know the heart of you to carry out into the world, right? So it has, for instance, my husband is still not working. We are still battling his illness. I don't know that I would have had the compassion that I have now. This has been going since September of 2018. The old Amy would have been drunk and have an outburst every night and telling him you need to just suck it up and move on. The new Amy is loving and compassionate and has learned to surrender. And I can't do that. Uh, I have a son that went to college that the old Amy would have been doing everything for him and would have been irritated when he didn't do it my way. But I was able to let go and say, okay, it's time to fly, buddy. Got John Paul coming in right behind him, strong and hard, supporting him the best I can, but loving him confidently. And when you believe in you, you can believe in others. Does that make sense? Absolutely. And then like I have my nine-year-old that, you know, it's it's been rocky for the past two years here. So he mentally has some outburst and struggles and the old Amy would have just been nasty to him. But now I'm like, you know, I'm able to sit down and get on his level and listen compassionately. It's made me more compassionate Mm -hmm. with the damn pandemic. You know, my neighborhood is in shambles going against each other, right? You're either wearing your mask, you're not wearing the mask, kids need to go to school, kids don't need to school. You respect the virus, you don't respect the virus and don't even start on the politics, right? Well, I have been able to learn to be compassionate 
and listen to somebody who doesn't believe like me and say, thank you for that. I never saw that perspective. I want to take some time to think about that. And not only am I compassionate, I'm civil. I'm not mean, you know, and the old Amy would have been very one-sided and thought my way or the highway. And that's what's missing in the world. Mm -hmm. And that level of empathy that you get from this simple daily habit is so important. Like you said, women were leaders all over. So whether you're a leader in Fortune 500 company, or you're a leader in your home, or you're a leader at church, or you're coaching your kid's soccer team, like having that empathy and that compassion is only going to serve you to serve others better. That and also to be able to stand up, you can't do this if you don't believe in yourself and say, hey, I made a mistake. Can you forgive me? Will you forgive me? I'm still learning this. Can you help me? I've had to do that a lot lately. And the old Amy could never ask for forgiveness. The old Amy could never admit she was wrong. As a matter of fact, she would just be the victim. It's okay that I was wrong because you blah, 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 blah. And I think that's missing. That's missing. And just to affirm you, Amy, you are worthy. And what you are doing with your journal and your blog and y'all if you don't follow amy on social media go do it right now because in the span of a day she will take you from crying to cracking up to cursing out loud (laughs) because she has that empathy and amy you have that that empathy and that compassion and that ability to relate to people that you might not have a million followers on instagram but amy you are a superstar as far as i am concerned and you made me cry thank you I say that as a way to thank you for coming on the show and for talking about this habit and and bringing this journal to people to literally change their lives. Yes. I hope they want to buy it. There's going to be a link, I think, right? There will be. Yeah. So Amy, where can people come and find you? I know you like to hang out on Facebook, Instagram. Where can people (laughs) find you? I'll hang out in bars too. No, just kidding. (laughs) Uh, Instagram is at worthy.heart and Facebook. There's two ways you can join my flocking good life. It's called the flocking good life. We just have a good time in there. Couldn't say the F word. So I used flock and I thought it was perfect because we as women need to stick together like swans stick together in groups Mm -hmm. and be there for each other and encourage each other to fly. So that's what that group's all about. You do have to answer three questions. People ask me all the time. Here's the truth, guys. I don't want any damn robots in there. So if you don't want to answer the question, just give me an emoji. I'll let you in, whatever. I just need to know you're not a robot. Or Facebook is, I couldn't do both the same. It's at WorthyHeart3. Okay. Yeah. And the three is a three. All right. And I will link all of those ways to get in touch with Amy in the show notes. Again, Amy, thank you so much. See, I told you it was nothing to be nervous about. My first official podcast. I'm no longer a virgin. (laughs) (laughs) thank you so much for coming on the show i will link the ways to get in touch with amy in the show notes and i hope the rest of y'all have a wonderful day thank you for listening to this episode of the beyond leadership podcast i sincerely hope that you got something out of today that you are going to be able to take and use on your journey to wherever it is you're going if you liked what you heard today be sure to subscribe and share your takeaways on social media don't forget to tag me at Sarah May Ski on Instagram. While you're waiting for the next episode, please check out our exclusive Beyond Leadership community over on Facebook to connect with more like-minded and like-hearted individuals dedicated to learning, leading, and encouraging right alongside you every day. Until next time, let's go.